why should Christians care about gender and sexuality? It's become increasingly common for non-Christians to say that it's Christians who are obsessed with discussing gender and sexuality. And it is true that over the last several decades, Christians have emphasized these topics more and more. But it's been in response to the rejection of moral norms that the vast majority of humans have held for thousands of years. I'll also say Christians aren't the ones having parades for their positions on gender and sex, nor do we have a flag that represents our positions. So why should Christians think through these issues and have a position and be prepared to speak about them? Well, most importantly, God is not silent on this topic. God has spoken to us about gender and sex. He created us, and like everyone who creates something, he knows best how his creation is supposed to work. In the very first chapter of the Bible, God shows us that he made us according to his image, and he made us male and female. Fundamentally, our sex is a feature of how we were made. It's not a choice, it's not an identity, it's not arbitrary. The two sexes are different. Yes, they're equal in worth and dignity, but they're also distinct with different roles. And we see in Genesis 2 that woman was made as a complement to man, as one who corresponds to him, but doesn't duplicate him. This is the only kind of pairing that can create and provide for and nurture the next generation of image bearers who will cover the earth. And right after God says that he created woman as a corresponding helper to man, the text says, for this reason. In other words, because they were designed for each other, a man leaves his parents and is united with his wife, and they become one flesh, one family. God is teaching us here what his intent is for his gendered creation, what should be the norm for us. One man, one woman becoming one flesh for one lifetime. So why does it matter that God has even revealed this to us? Well, there are two main reasons. The first is for the discipleship and sanctification of God's people. And the second is because Christians have a word to speak to the world that is helpful on these topics. So first, the scriptures are full of specific commands and exhortations to men as men and women as women. Things like men do this, husbands act like this, older women teach younger women like so, wives behave like this. And if we don't know what a man is or what a woman is, or if we don't understand the importance of living as the sex God has created us, we will fail to grow in holiness and godliness as a Christian man or as a Christian woman. But more than just failing to grow in specific holiness, if we fail to understand or we reject God's good design for gender or sex, we will likely live in disobedience to what he has revealed. So that's why this is important for Christians just at a glance. But the second reason is actually because Christians have a comforting word to speak to the world with regards to gender and sexuality. Many people today think they need to figure out what gender they are. They need to figure out their identity. They need to ground their worth. It all depends on them. But we were never meant to bear the weight of that. God tells us what we are, and this is a weight that can be lifted from people who are struggling. And when it comes to sex, God's revealed commands aren't to punish us. They're not to make us unhappy, as many people think. They're actually for our good and for our flourishing. Even the non-Christian can experience relative flourishing when they live according to God's revealed design. It's actually good for them, too. But also, Christianity teaches that people are more than their sexual attractions, more than their actions. They're much more than their sexuality. We think, as Christians, informed by the scriptures, we think so much more of a person than the thin conception the world often has to offer. But lastly, we know that every single one of us is sinful in some area of our sexuality, Christians and non-Christians alike. And yet everyone who comes to Jesus in repentance and faith will find him to be a perfect savior. 